Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Before we go any further, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all that's happening in the Tan and J-Man Show Nation, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J-Man Show. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, so stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show, episode 197, live on the ISC Sports Network this week. Knock on wood. No internet connection issues yet this week. So we apologize for that last week for everybody wanting to view the show. But hope you got a chance to go listen to the audio version. Uh, we still had a lot of fun with it. To my right, like always, Josh the J-Man Mont at Mundog16 on Twitter. What's going on? What's up? Another day, another dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that in this crazy world we're living in right now. It was a hot day. My head hurts. It, it's it's hot outside in it Indiana. Is. It's northern Indiana. It is a scorcher. It's got to be that way all week, I mm-hmm. think, but it's August. It's been a pretty mild August It this really point, has. So. All good things must come to an end. Well, I know a place you can go to get some uh, drinks out coolie off. The damn landing. Beverages. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, the damn landing is the place to be. The damn land- landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle that focuses on freshness and quality. And, of course, they have the damn smoke available on every weekend featuring barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Mansall today in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be by boat or by wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. The Tan and J-Man might just be there Friday night. Who knows? We Could ne- be. We never know. If you want an autograph, come swing by 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Can you write well <laughs> enough to do multiple autographs? I'm definitely not ambidextrous. I'll tell you that much. I don't write well with my left hand anyways. I mean, I mean could you write your signature well enough to copy it about 10 times in a row no. consistently? Heck no. I just go... J, scribble, scribble, M, scribble, scribble. Yeah. That's about all That's I do. That's kind of what I do, T and the L. I got a short one. Yeah, so do you, though. Short signature. Josh Montanerly. They're pretty, pretty short names. I bet they're about the same amount of letters. I don't really want to count them. I have nine. You, yeah. You have nine. Yeah. That's not worthy of a high five. <laughs> Social distancing, remember? Uh, high fives. No I high forgot fives. that thing's still going on. <laughs> Since 1930... Only three players in Major League Baseball history have at least 30 home runs and 100 RBIs before their 21st birthday. Oh, Can you name those three guys? Probably not, but I'm going to give them my best shot. How about that? That's all you can do. you got to put on a brave face, as Michael Scott said. I'm just going to put on a brave face. Hey, I try. I try my hardest yeah. every week when it comes to these. I just usually fail. Really bad. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram. Check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. They will not be having any sweet corn until September 2nd at the earliest, but they were at the Kosciuszko County Farmers Market on Saturday. Um, and they had all their usual veggies, and they are also back selling back to Eden elderberry syrup. Big fan of syrup. I think you need to go try that out. 
Huge fan. I don't know what kind of... I assume it's... I don't even want to speculate. But anyway, get your veggies. Always. Every week. You got to get them. Makes you stronger. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. Ready for some on this day sport events that have happened on August 24th? Let's hear it. On this day, 1905, your Chicago Cubs beat the Phillies 2-1 in a 20-inning game. 1905, man. That's a lot of innings. My great-grandparents weren't even alive yet. Uh, let's see here. On this day, 1940, Red Sox left fielder Ted Williams. We mentioned pretty him good. a lot pretty on the, on the good. segment, I feel like. He pitched the last two innings in a 12-1 loss to the Detroit Tigers. He allowed three hits and one run. Two innings? Yes. It's not bad. Yeah. For a non-pitcher. Could have been worse. <laughs> Uh, On this day in 1979, NFL fans, 60,916 of them to be exact, chose the old Patriots logo over the new one. Do they have them side by side? No, I I know what the old one was. It was the AFL one. I don't know what the other NFL one was. I know what their their logo is currently. But I don't know what their logo history was. I like their AFL logo yeah. a lot better than their normal one yeah. now. And yeah. I assume it was pretty similar to what it is now. I don't know. Uh, back in the day. I know they had that old one when they lost to the Bears in the 85. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. I don't even well, that's what they would have voted for. So I don't know what the new one was in 1979. Oh. Yeah. On this day, 1983, Cincinnati Red. Oh, Cincinnati Red. Pete Rose. Peter. Ended his consecutive games played streak at 745 games. Something about that guy I just don't like. Well, he's going to be on uh, here again in the next mention. Because on this day, 1989, Pete Rose was suspended from baseball for life for gambling. 31 years ago. Gambling on his own team to win. Suspended for life. Got to be smart now. He's degenerate. He'll get in the hall eventually. Think so? Not when he's alive. They should also get, or they should also... uh, Put uh, Shoeless Joe yeah. Jackson in the hall. Now that should have well. been done a long time ago. He hit like three thirty or something in the World Series. Still banned him. On this day, nineteen ninety-two, the Cleveland Browns suffered their worst preseason loss, fifty-six to three to the Vikings. Even preseason, that's pretty embarrassing. That's what I was going to say. Don't really care, but that's a fifty-three point shellacking. I wonder if I'm sure there were some fans that were real upset about it. I would. Oh, the Brown fans, they're diehards. But I would have a real hard time being upset about any preseason loss, regardless of how it happens. A lot of times you'll see teams go 0 4 in preseason and have a good season. I am missing preseason, though. That's. that's, It is, is, yes. That is why it doesn't feel like the NFL season's so close. Yeah, I agree. I've never been a fan of the preseason. I'm a fan of them looking into cutting it down by a few games. But, yeah, it doesn't feel like NFL's less than three weeks away. I mean, the Monday night games are three weeks from tonight. I mean, we'd be in probably the third week of preseason at least. But I will say, uh, today I started getting a little excited for NFL. I kind of getting the vibes running through me again a little bit today. I don't know why. Maybe because it's three weeks away now from my favorite team making their season debut. I don't know. Yeah, we're in an orange room. If you don't know who his favorite team is, they can't see the the not anymore. The ESPN see the orange room. They they see the only non orange wall in the room. So it's my favorite wall in the whole place too. <laughs> <laughs> On this day in two thousand four, future eight time Olympic gold medal winner 
Usain Bolt of Jamaica, finished fifth in his 200-meter heat in 21.05 seconds, failing to qualify for the second round at the Athens Olympics. Do you think if you were to run around this whole block, like all the way around, it's pretty, mm-hmm. It's probably, I don't know how long it would be from, do you think he would lap you by, like lap you twice? I'll say yes. I have no idea, but I'm not very fast, and he's makes fast people look not so fast. I'm so. a big fan of hypotheticals. So in this sure. hypothetical race. I usually give myself too much credit. Like, this time, I'm not giving myself any credit because I just don't think I would do it. I think he'd lap me. I don't know. Twice? I don't know. No fun. On this day in 2006, after signing a one-day contract with the San Francisco 49ers, Jerry Rice officially retired from the NFL. I think, she, I think he should have been in the Hall of Fame as a Raider. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bronco or Seahawk? Did he actually catch a ball with the Broncos? Preseason. No, I never played regular. I don't think so. But every time I go out to Denver for a game, it seems like I see somebody wearing a number 19 (laughs) Jerry Rice jersey. (laughs) And it makes me smile because I'm like, that is stupid. But he had the coolest jersey I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) That's like somebody wearing a Chris Carter Dolphin jersey. Yeah. He he did catch eight balls with them. Didn't he catch one touchdown? He did, but he dropped one in Minnesota yeah. that would have put the Dolphins in the playoffs, and they lost. On this day in 2008, the Summer Olympics in Beijing became the most watched event on TV ever. Wow. Nearly 5 billion people, 70% of the world's population, watched it. Wow. Did you say 70%? 70% at the time, 5 billion. Well, was it just the, the Olympics, yep. period? Also on this day in 2008, the star-studded American men's basketball team led by the likes of LeBron James, Chris Paul, and Kobe and Bryant. Darren Williams. Who Kobe Bryant's birthday was yesterday. Won the gold medal at the Beijing Olympics. How could they not have Darren Williams? With a sense? narrow 118-107 to 107 win over Spain. Darren Williams was on that team. He's yeah, like we know. Man. He was sixth man. And he's already out of the league. All these other guys still playing. He made that's like probably 100. why they mentioned. Well, he Kobe's 100. not playing. He's, Kobe's dead, man. Yeah, that's and that's why I mentioned that his birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. But he played longer than Darren did, didn't he? Oh yeah. yeah, Darren. Darren got hurt. On this day in 2018, French Open tennis. The French Open tennis banned Serena Williams' black Nike cat suit from future tournaments, citing respect for the game and the place. Remember that? I don't remember it, but that annoys the crap out of me. Respect the game. What does that even mean? Dress code, I guess. I don't know. Stupid. You know, on this day last year, Andrew Luck screwed over my fantasy team and shocked the NFL world by announcing his retirement from the NFL. Soft. I'm not touching that. <laughs> not touching that. I'm just kidding. But uh, there's also a lot of sports birthdays today. Oh. Mike Shanahan. I knew that was coming. Denver Bronco, uh, two-time Super Bowl coach. Is he a Hall of Famer? I think he should be. He's not in there yet. Uh, 1952, he was born. Got Cal Ripken Jr. He's a Hall of Fame shortstop. 1960, Reggie Miller. Olympic gold medalist in 1996 and a Hall of Famer. Was born in 1965. Yes, I would say uh, Mike Shanahan should probably be a Hall of Famer. Rich Beam. American golfer, PGA champion, uh, championship winner in 2002. The only reason I bring him up is because he's an announcer on the new 
uh, PGA Tour 2K21 game. He's one of the announcers because we were talking about him the other How night. How old is he today? 50? Yeah, he was born in 1970. So, And WWE owner Vincent Kennedy McMahon turned 75 today. And Arian Foster, uh, running back for the Texans and the Dolphins, He's was terrible. born in 1986. Terrible with the Dolphins, but he got a playoff share in 2016. He's pretty good with the Vols. Where did he go to college at? Then you just said Vols. I did, did. I meant yeah. pretty good with the Texans. And then, <laughs> yeah, so Tennessee. I thought he went yeah. to Tennessee anyway, but that kind of gave it away. Yep. And Thad Mooney commented, year after Pete dies, he gets in the Hall of Fame, in his opinion. Yeah. Pete Rose, earlier we were talking about that. I'm sorry, I was, who the heck's Pete? All these Pete's were coming into my brain. And well, I was kind of looking for a Purdue Pete bobblehead <laughs> real, 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 real quick. So, But the uh, On This Day segment is brought to you by Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company. Call them today at 574-210-3815. You can get yourself a nice water ball for your company or organization that everybody in the IC Sports Network can see right now. So if you're listening on the audio version, go check out our video feed, and you can see the water bottle I'm showing off. So The NFL had 77 false positive COVID-19 Test. Oh, 79. Was it only 77? It says 77. Yeah, close Because um, their testing center, their partner, uh, had an isolated contamination. All of those 77 false positives came back negative today. So that's good news. Um, a couple teams had to shut down their facilities, though, for a day. Uh, what happens if that happens during the season? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's bad luck. I mean, I'm thinking today, what if, you know, the, you think certain guys, what, what if you think your starting quarterback, he tests positive, so then you set him out and you end up losing that game and then come find out, oh, but it was a yeah, it was false positive, false positive yeah. he could have played. Yeah. I think that's just going to what we're have to deal with this it's gonna, year. It's going to be um, a year of luck. Yeah. I mean, we've seen what's sort happened of. in baseball. We've been lucky that only two teams have really had a true outbreak in baseball, and hopefully what happened to the Marlins and the Cardinals will serve as a warning to the uh, players of the NFL. I know on Hard Knocks last week, or maybe it was the first episode. Don't, don't spoil it for um, me. It's been two weeks. you got to watch it. That's not my fault at this point. Don't rip my head off either. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Sean, Sean McVay just addressed his team and showed him what was happening to the Marlins. Um and as kind of a warning to them, don't go out and do something stupid. You, I mean, there's so many players on a roster. Are they having 53 on a total roster? Yes. And I know they cut it down for their camp roster, right? To, I, I'm not sure how many, but it's less than usual. Um, so you'll just see more. Um, there's more of a chance somebody's going to go out and do something stupid. Uh, we hope that's not the case. But as far as the false positives, uh, yeah, that's not great. And hopefully it's a good thing this happened three weeks before the season started so they can kind of figure it out and uh, know what went wrong um, and fix it because that's all you can do. It's just going to be a weird year regardless. Well, it's going to be a weird year too in week one when some stadiums allow fans and others don't. Yeah. Um, Very weird. We talked last week the Chiefs are allowing, was it 20%? 
16,000. 16,000. That, that might be 20%. Heck, the Chiefs were allowing people to come into their open practices on Saturday. I saw in that the stadium. as well. And they're allowing tailgating in Kansas City. Yes, they win the World Championship, Super Bowl. They can do whatever they want. That's how they view it. Um, the Dolphins announced today that Hard Rock Stadium will allow 20%, which is 13,000. They're also doing that for Miami, University of Miami games. So that's about all they get anyway. Florida State said they're um, going to tailgate. However, they are not allowed to tailgate at Hard Rock no. Stadium. Um, and Everybody's got to wear masks. Everyone has to wear masks. I saw the setup today of how they're going to they do them like pods. Um, what do you mean? Like you can get up to two to four, maybe up to six people. Like you can be a family or I guess just I friends, s- but they're separated. The the, pic- the pictures I six. saw um, were two seats together and then a bunch of seats. Empty. Blocked off, oh. two seats together, stuff so like two that. So two, yeah. Um, I know some that are going to do pods. You can have four to six people. It's like grouped, but then there's tons of seats blocked off right. or open, and there's another group. And a lot of them aren't, of course. Of course, the NFL is blocking off the first eight rows and the lower level no matter what. Mm-hmm. But a lot of other events going on that are starting to open up aren't even allowing people down in the 100-level section. They're all going to be up. Um, Buffalo Bills coach Sean McDermott whined and whined and whined about it today, uh, saying it's not it's not fair. Um, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they, you should be able to win in front of that many fans. It's not going to make a difference. But it will add a little bit to the environment. A little bit, but it's not going to be like super now, loud. You're not going to be able to now. If the Cowboys or, are allowed to get fifty thousand, fifty percent in, which that's is sixty 50, some thousand, yeah, then that makes a difference. Some, yeah, absolutely. That's a whole. That's some college stadiums. Absolutely in there. Um, but yeah. thirteen. He was whining about thirteen thousand. Uh, it's kind of it's ridiculous. I mean, the NFL is leaving it up to every city, but it's got to be frustrating to some of those fans in the cities who would like to go and can't. Sure, but. Like the, like the Broncos week one. It is what it is. The Packers, their first two home games, the Packers. Some of the most loyal fans in the NFL. That's classic. <laughs> and, some, and the indoor stadiums, like the Colts are allowing fans. Are they really? The Cowboys. Yeah. I, I, I think I assume, indoor would be tougher. I assume the Texans will as well um, then. Yeah, I think. I don't know about the Bears. I, Illinois is so yeah. strict about everything that I can't imagine the Bears will. Well, yeah, Florida's like the hot spot and they're – Everything's pretty much being allowed. Florida's cases have gone way down. Yeah. Well, so have uh, New York. The whole, the whole nation. U.S. Um, and 13,000. I could see, and just because it starts out this way doesn't mean they might increase the uh, fans being allowed as the season goes on if yeah. things get better. Hopefully. That'd be cool. 13,000 people in a 65,000-seat stadium or whatever it is. I mean, that's what the Dolphins usually average anyways in attendance. So You didn't hear me make that joke about the Hurricanes earlier? No, the they're Hurricanes? Miami Hurricanes. Oh, I was thinking, the same playing I was the thinking same Carolina. Thing. I got hockey on the brain. I'm sorry. Um, I made that same joke, and Tanner just had to make another joke. I was it, probably it getting our show out on um, social media so on I, the channel. I apologize eyeballs for get his on slowness it. tonight. <laughs> um, that is pretty much what they averaged, though. Yeah. Last year it felt like it anyway, um, but it's going to be weird. Uh, I'm just ready for it. I just hope hope it goes well. <laughs> All you can really do right now is just hope and pray. It is. And ba- I'm going to whine about college football here in a couple weeks, too. And baseball, really, ever since the Cardinals' idiocy has really gone on without a hitch. I know the Mets had yeah. um, a series canceled. Subway series with the Yankees. Or postponed, anyway. Mets. How many positives do they have? I don't know. I think it was only like three. But as as long as it doesn't spread, you're still in pretty good shape. 
No other positive COVID-19 cases yeah. after a two-man outbreak. Oh, two. That's, That's good. Um, it, it was an isolated incident. I think the Reds had one, too, last week, but yep. it was an isolated kind of deal. So that's a good – that's good. And I'm glad other teams are taking it seriously besides those idiots from St. Louis. Well, it's going to take everybody taking it seriously all over the sports landscape mm-hmm. to make things work, especially these college football players that are getting to play, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12, and the AAC, and I know I'm forgetting one other small conference, Sunbelt maybe, or SoCo. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to – Try to be as careful as they can. Ole Miss quarterback yesterday um, came out with a message, John Reese Plummer is his name, uh, about staying, uh, social distancing, all that. We want football. And some lady or some college girl commented, Sir, I drove past you and 10 other kids playing beer pong two days ago. <laughs> yeah, well. Hypocrite. Yeah. But, uh, man, the conference, those three conferences, they're plugging away. Yep. Schools might be closed, but football's gonna happen. I mean, they're gonna they're bound to determine. I still, think, I still think the Big Ten was smart. I'm not gonna get into that. I was today. I was mad at first, but the I'm more still I looked about it, mad. But I don't want to talk about that Makes tonight. Sense. Maybe when we get closer to college football, but when more comes out, if if ever, I just wish, I just wish he'd answer more questions, the commissioner. The and that's Ten. fair because his press conferences have not been great. That's so that's all I'd like him to uh, come out that's and fair. answer some more questions and so. prove the study they were looking at, but. Yeah, yep. Whatever. Transitioning to a different sport. What sport you want to talk next? Or Let's go you, baseball. Let's go baseball. Yep. All right. Um, the San Diego Padres hit five grand slams in their last seven games and had a streak of four straight games with a grand slam. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Insane. Including Fernanda Tatis Jr. hitting a grand slam on a 3-0 pitch when he was up, uh, when the team was up. 10-3, and Rangers manager Chris Woodward um, whined about it, and he had the gall to say Tatis broke an unwritten rule. Let's talk about this for a second. The whole unwritten rule disrespect thing is complete bullcrap. Uh, there's a reason why these unwritten rules are not written down, because they do not freaking exist. Why don't you explain to the viewers and listeners some unwritten rules you can think about off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, don't swing 3-0 when um, you're up big in a game. Stupid. Yeah, who cares? I mean... Don't bunt in a no-hitter. Now, that one, I should say, um, if it's a one or two nothing game and you bunt within the eighth inning to try for a hit... I think that's fair. Because you're still you're trying to win the to win freaking the game. game. Absolutely. I if, would say if you're within four runs. Sure. Technically, get, get something started. Yeah. Absolutely. But if if you're down eight, yeah. ten runs, yeah, sure, man, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, some other unwritten rules: you don't steal bases when you're up big, which is dumb. It's part of the um, game. <laughs> a lot of the unwritten unwritten rules favor the pitchers. They don't favor the hitters at all. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I was watching John Boy, uh, John Boy Media's podcast, and he was talking about all the unwritten rules, and there was quite a few of them. I wish I could remember some of them, though. I mean, it's, I guess that's like some of these are like being up huge in basketball with the cl- shot clock expired and doing yeah. a dunk on somebody. But yeah. It's not um, the only one I can think of in basketball. It, it just annoys me because, for one, why should a hitter just stop trying to do his job just because they're up seven runs, you know? And why is hitting a grand slam on a 3-0 pitch so much worse than hitting one on a 3-1 pitch? What's the difference? And throw a better pitch. Yeah, yeah. You know, throw a better yeah. pitch. 
Um, the thing that really annoyed me was Padres manager Jace Tingler, stupid name, by the way, defended the Rangers manager and made his young superstar player apologize. He obviously doesn't like confrontation. You want to know why people aren't watching his baseball watching baseball as much it's because of those idiots that are trying to tame the most exciting player in the national league maybe in all of baseball it's pathetic in woodward and tingler ought to be ashamed of themselves i'm so glad 99 percent of the baseball world came to defense of tatis um there's still those people that believe in the unwritten rules and it annoys the living crap out of me fernando tatis if you're watching (laughs) yeah (laughs) please keep doing what you're doing Trevor Bauer came out in favor of what Tatis did, which I don't like Trevor Bauer at all, but he's an outspoken guy. Um, just a little bit. And I liked what he said. Uh, he, he, he just said, keep doing you. Swing when you want to swing. I just don't understand. They were up seven. It's not like they're up 24, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've i never understood getting mad about the unwritten you, rules. It's Sports are changing all the time. Throw those things out the window. Right. And another thing that made me mad, Eric Cosmer, the leader of the San Diego Padres, came up to Tatis and was kind of ripping him a new one in the dugout. Maybe that's why nobody wants to go play for the Padres unless they just really open up the checkbook exactly. for Manny Machado. Tatis should never have apologized for doing his job. Keep doing what you're doing. You, He is the most exciting player in all of baseball right now. It's hard to even argue that point. Um, and it just annoys me that they're trying to tame him. It just it it quite fr- it ticks me off. To be honest, oh, but anyway, moving on to something less uh, <laughs> contra- not it's not even controversial. Just um, something less. Uh, something I need that won't to get you guys fired up. There you go. Uh, Diamondbacks pitcher pitcher Zach Gallen, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, tied major league record with 21 straight starts with three earned runs or fewer to start a career. Probably never wow. even heard of him, have you? Nope. The Miami Marlins gave him up at the trade deadline yesterday for a minor league so shortstop. There was, there, was, there was a trade. I didn't even know the deadline nope. was yesterday. Last year, I mean. Oh. Not yesterday. Oh, my bad, it. my bad. Um, for a light-hitting shortstop that isn't even in the major leagues. Good job, Marlins. Two players are hitting over 400. Can you name them? I want to take a stab at one, but I don't think he is anymore. Chuck Black- Blackman? Charlie Blackman is hitting 405. Yeah, he still is. Uh DJ LeMay, who's hitting 411, your two favorite teams in all sports right there. You didn't even know it. Didn't even watch an inning of either of them this week. But Speaking the, of the team from the mountain. I thought area. we weren't supposed to talk about um, them anymore. I well, now that they're. I get threatened. To, now that they're losing, I am going to okay. enjoy talking about You better about hope them. they don't get on another win streak. It's not going to happen. Okay. They've lost seven in a row, the Colorado Rockets. I really don't care. Seven in a row. Now you know how I feel. No, I, the, the reason I cared was because you went out and. Put a yeah, and now and so, now you should have to hear how bad it's been for them. They've lost seven in a row. I see it on Twitter all the time. Ten of eleven, and are now four games out of second place. Yeah, and half game out of last. They're yeah. going to finish last in that no. division. Yeah, no. the National League is pretty bad. Um, I think it's awful. Yeah, they have. There's five teams. It's terrible. Over five hundred. I think the Dodgers are the best team in the sport. You would have multiple teams um, make it right now in the playoffs in the National League that have losing records. The four teams over five hundred or five teams over five hundred are Dodgers, Padres, uh, Cubs, Cardinals, and Braves. That's it. That's all you got. Cardinals. Yeah, they shouldn't even. They shouldn't even be postseason eligible. Um, Jose Abreu and the White Sox are in fuego. They've won seven of eight and are just mashing. Jose Abreu hit six home runs in a 19-inning span against the Cubs over the weekend. the Cubs need to stop throwing that guy. He's all 
obviously a cup killer. They hit 12 home runs during that three-game series, and have hit 24 home runs since last week this time. 24 in seven games. Breaking. Insane. Moving on to the Cubs, they had an uneven week. Uh, they played eight times. Their record was 4-4. Four and four. It felt so much worse, though, but all they have to do is just bank wins, and I think 30 wins is the magic number. They only need 12 more to get there just to make a postseason. Weird postseason without fans. and be man, so be weird. weird. Um, offense completely stopped hitting. They're still getting on base at a solid clip, but just aren't catching Is Brian in. back yet? He was placed on the injured list um, Saturday, I believe, they put him on. The slugging has completely disappeared as well. They're just not hitting homers. Um, with the bases loaded this season, the average of all major league teams, their slash line, 282, 334 on base, 445 slugging. The Cubs have had the fourth most plate appearances with the bases loaded, and they are 6 for 32 with one walk, three double plays hitting into. Zero extra base hits. Not oh, great. No. Bob. Not ideal. Really, the whole lineup outside of Ian Happ is just flat out not hitting. Uh, KB's he's on the a podcaster IL. like us. He's a good podcaster, too. So they, are we. They, <laughs> <laughs> they need someone else to step up. Pitching's been pretty good. Uh, Alec Mills and John Lester had major blowups. And it was really Lester. He, Lester's always good for about two of those a year, isn't he? A couple of those, yep. And unfortunately, in this short season, we need him to not have one. And he's uh, had a couple in a row yeah, now. Yeah, I think he's starting to lose it a little bit. He started to lose it last year. Okay. He just wasn't very good at all. Um, He's getting up there in age. You Darvish has been awesome. Poo. Poo. <laughs> it's hard to call him that when he <laughs> pitched so well. But. He pitched two great games this week and has submitted himself as probably the front, front runner for the Cy Young Award right now. I know Reds fans don't want to hear that because they think Trevor Bauer is God. Um, he's second in all of baseball in pitchers, wins above replacement, and first in the National League, which means he's been the most valuable pitcher in uh, the National League this year. Since the All-Star break, last year he has thrown 118 and two-thirds innings, struck out 162, walked only 13. Threw 25 sliders yesterday, according to StatCast. Got a swing and miss on 13 of them. It's pretty good That percentage. is insane. I don't know if you saw any video of him yesterday throwing his slider. It was unhittable. Threw... A bad one to Jose Abreu. He hit off the scoreboard. <laughs> but that was <laughs> Other it. Other than that. Other than that, he was awesome. Do they play the White Sox again this year? They do. Um, it would be in, uh, in White uh, Sox. Gar- guaranteed right field. Yes, yeah. arrow pointing down. Yeah. They couldn't keep the White Sox in the ballpark, though, as I said, over the weekend. They entered the weekend series, the Cubs did, having given up only 25 home runs on the year, which was fourth fewest in baseball at the time. They have now given up the ninth most in all of baseball. I thought it was going to be a really rough weekend for you because if the Cubs didn't get through yesterday, that's... Yeah, it would have been a sweep, and they really got lucky yesterday. Kyle Schwarber hit a homer late. I watched, I actually flipped um, it to the game one pitch before he hit a home run just it, for a bit. It was his longest homer he's hit this year, 430 feet. Uh, but then in the ninth, Jeremy Jeffress came on and got two quick outs and then a little infield single and walked two, and then David Bodie misplayed an easy pop out into a foul ball, and then luckily got a double play or a, a ground ball by Yon Moncada. Bullpen's been actually pretty good, uh, their back end anyway. Rowan Wick had kind of a blow up on Saturday. But Craig Kimbrell's looked really good here lately. Uh, David Ross used him in a save spot for the first time in a while against the Cardinals on Wednesday night, and he struck out three. Um, his fastball velocity was up, hit 99, I think, for the first time. Uh, in his Cubs career, that knuckle curve was filthy, too. Got a, is getting a lot of swings and misses, which earlier in the year, guys were just spitting on it, not even swinging because they knew it was coming, which really tells me he was 
uh, tipping his pitches. But uh, need to keep rolling. They play the Tigers for three starting tonight and then a four-game set in Cincinnati. Time to sweep two series for them. Including a uh, doubleheader on Saturday. Sweep just, them all. Just bank wins, baby. Just bank wins. That's all I need to do. Well, what's the uh, the AL race looking like right now? I will go look it up. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays, after that. struggling the first week or so of the season, are now winning the AL East by a game over they're, the Yankees. My, they've been my dad's World Series champion pick since it began. They pitch so well. They, they just do a lot and of things. And they're used to playing in front really, of absolutely really well. nobody. Yeah. The Orioles are still hanging in there at 14-14. and 14. Blue Jays as well, 13-13. and 13. Uh, the Boston Red Sox are tied. Uh, yeah, they're tied with the worst record in all of baseball. I just hate to see it. They're nine and twenty. Do you know who they're tied with? Worst record in baseball. No. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Wow. Nine and twenty. Poor Mike Trout, man. And poor Anthony Rendon too. But uh, in the Central, the Twins are winning the division in nineteen ten. Indians seventeen eleven. White Sox right on their tail at seventeen and twelve. Uh, Tigers and Royals both have 11 wins. Um, Oakland Athletics have the second best record in the sport at 20 and nine. Um, Houston's behind them at 15 and 13, and then it's a whole bunch of garbage. Garbage. Rangers 10 and 17. Mariners 11 and 19. And Angels and all three of those teams are already nine games out at least. Just quit. <laughs> Pirates have actually gained a few games here. They That's were all they won. They beat the Brewers. Yeah, two out of three, yeah. I think. Yeah. Or no, maybe maybe it was more. Because Brewers are eleven and fifteen, Reds are eleven and fifteen. Um, man, Cubs could really end the Red season this weekend if they were to win even three or four. See, Tampa Bay lost today, six to four to the they Blue Jays. Played. Okay. Then in the West, Dodgers are twenty-two and eight, best record. Um, Padres eighteen and twelve, Giants fourteen sixteen. They're hanging in there. Uh, Rockies 13-15, Diamondbacks 13-16. So it's a huge series between the Rocks and the D-backs this week. The <laughs> loser of that series ends up in last place yeah. for the time being. Yeah, the uh, Colorado sports te- scene has been a lot of up and downs lately. I did see that um, Yadi Molina shared a picture on um, Instagram that said uh, F of COVID, and he was with a bunch of stuff, people. And I didn't think he could get any more unlikable, but he was wearing a John Elway throwback jersey and a Denver Broncos hat. Ooh. Man, hey, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Worst right. person in the world. Huh. <laughs> Gained a little bit of respect for him now. Right when I thought he couldn't get any dumber. <laughs> he doesn't do something He's like this. He's got good taste when it comes to football. I'm not going to say he redeemed himself, though. Good taste when it comes to football. NBA NBA playoffs are happening in the bubble. Yes, sir. Indiana Pacers are up right now, eighteen to sixteen over the Miami Ooh, Heat. Ooh, they're going to win one. Two forty six <laughs> left in the first quarter. Pacers are trying to avoid a sweep. They just haven't been playing good basketball. They're really missing Sabonis really bad. He's their best player. Yeah, he is. All Depot's not their best player. No, he's probably third or fourth. Um, give me Warren over the Milwaukee too. Bucks beat the Orlando Magic earlier today, one twenty one to one hundred six to give them a three to one commanding lead. Giannis is the first player ever to have four straight games to start a playoff series. 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. I I'm got, I got a question about him here in a bit. The Oklahoma City Thunder came back and beat the Houston Rockets. They were down 11 in the third quarter when I checked. 117 to 114 to tie the series at two games apiece. I think that's going to go to seven. I agree. And then uh, tonight at 9 o'clock, you got the Lakers and the Blazers. That's game four of that series. Um, the Nets 
already sent home. I think they're going to be a team to watch for next year, though, with Kyrie, Durant, and then a lot of their other young guys they got on that team. Got the Mavericks at a 2-2 tie in the series with the Clippers. Luka hit a game-winning buzzer beater. Superstar. Yes, he's only 21 years old. He can do it all. That leads me to this question. You're starting a franchise for the next 10 years. You get a pick today. Are you taking Luka or are you taking the Greek Freak? <sighs> That's a good question. Giannis is only, is only 25. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So you, you got him until he's 35 in the next 10 years. Luka you got until he's 31 next 10 years. Luka. I think you're right. Um, this this year at 21, he he played he's played more games at the age of 20 this year season than he did 21. 28.8 points per game, 9.4 rebounds, 8.8 assists. I mean, come on. He's he's good, man. These these two are fun players yeah. to watch. It's so tough though because Giannis was 29 and a half points, 13.6 rebounds, and 5.6 assists. Uh, Luca's a better shooter. Um, and free throw shooter by a wide margin. Eh, barely better three-point shooter, I guess. Just think if you were a Sacramento Kings fan, knowing that you passed up on both those guys. They're used to doing stuff like that. They are so. the Cleveland Browns of the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah, but except no one talks about How about, about the Atlanta Hawks drafting Luka and trading him to the Mavericks for Trey Young? Trey Young's a pretty good player, but yeah. he's not Luka. I, yeah. I mean. Yeah, he's not Luka. Trey did average almost 30 points a game and How nine assists. How many shots did he put up? <laughs> like a million? Uh, 20 a game. Okay, that's not as many as I thought. But, man, the Mavericks always get those uh, exciting foreign shooters to watch. Yeah. And Luka's fun to watch, too. Yeah, I, I, I picked them to upset the Clippers uh, last week, I believe. It's 2-2, two, two, right? So it's 2-2 two, two now. Nice. Yeah, my uh, NBA Finals champion at start of the year, the – Philadelphia 76ers, they got swept, knocked out. You hate to see it. So the process, not going well. Hmm. Uh, the coach, uh, Brent, is that his first name, Brent Brown? Brett Brown. Brett Brown got fired uh, today. Got fired today. After um, seven seasons. That's a long time in the NBA anymore. It's pretty long. Especially after being real bad those first couple years of that. Uh, so we'll see uh, who they go after now. The uh, Chicago Bulls also fired their coach, Jim Boylan, one of the worst coaches in their franchise history, I would say. I'd say he was worse than Tim Floyd. Tim Floyd had a lot less to work with, anyway. The Bulls, besides a couple of years with Derrick Rose, and then, of course, the great Jordan years, are just a forgettable franchise. But I do think this new Jordan got six championships. general manager and uh, ba- president of basketball front ops o- guy front from, office. from Denver. I think yeah. I think he came from the Nuggets. Yes, um, he did. I think he'll – he actually knows what he's doing, and they got. I think they got the fourth pick. In the draft, which they've been picking seventh for the past yeah. like twelve years, so picking fourth. Um, as long as Paxson and Gar Foreman aren't running the show, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I have a, uh, Juwan Howard's name kind of emerged. It's getting bandied for, about, isn't for, it? For uh, rumors of Woj with a Woj bomb today, kind of. Yes, a uh, whole Juwan Howard. It makes that's why I, I kind of always thought it was a risky hire by Michigan because I always thought he'd be looking to get back to the NBA. Um, I think he'll end up leaving too. He says, I'm not entertaining any ideas, nothing That's like the that. Kiss of death, usually. Yes, he, um, it usually means he's gone. Yeah. Um, who would you rather have? I hope he leaves because I'm tired of Purdue recruiting against him already. <laughs> he'll be able to get recruits, but say, I mean, you look at the NBA guys, Michigan's produced. Sure. Man. But look who's unemployed their former coach, John Beeline. Yeah. 
I would much rather have Jawan Howard on that sideline than John Beeline. That dude's a killer, man. He might not be able to recruit as well as Howard. That dude can coach behind. You, you just said the opposite. I think you would rather have Howard than. That's what Beeline. I mean. That's what I said. You uh, would rather have Howard as a coach than Beeline. Yes. No. 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 I, I would rather have uh, Beeline as the coach. Oh, I guess. Um, I, what I was saying is, I would rather have Howard on that Michigan sideline. Oh, um, my fault. That is your fault. <laughs> it's hard to understand what you mean sometimes. It makes a ton of sense in my head. Now you screwed up my train of thought. I had a real good point to make. I, I don't even behind Brad Underwood, John Beeline would be the best coach in the uh, <laughs> in the Big Ten. Get out of here now. New podcast partner I'm looking for. Uh I think if Howard was to leave, I don't even think Michigan goes to Beeline. Who, don't who, think so. who knows if he'd even be interested? Coming back again. But. He, he might, he's only gone a year. I, I mean, I think he could just come in there and pick up right away. Watch out for Luke Yaklich, though. He's the UIC coach. He was their um, assistant yeah, under B-line. That was kind of their defensive guy. Uh, who knows if he would leave uh, UIC after not even Watch for Dane Five. Dane Five too. He's been that mentioned happens. for a ton of – he wants that Michigan State job. Yeah, he's waiting. He, Who knows uh, when Issa's going to I was going to say, he, knows, he does know how to recruit the state of Michigan, but Michigan State doesn't recruit one state. They, they, they recruit all over the world. Tom Izzo, 65, he could be coaching for another 12 years. Who could knows, be. you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that means Fife is interested. Michigan's a heck of a job, too. Yeah, I, I don't – I would be surprised if Izzo coaches past 70. What gives you that uh, I just, impression? I don't know. I just you don't see coaches lasting that long anymore with age. Bayheim, besides, besides the Bayheim, Williams, and K, they're probably going to be the last three. Bayheim should have been fired two years ago. Bayheim seventy five. Bayheim hit a guy, killed him in a car. Forgot about that. Coach K seventy three. Well, I mean, guys like that you can't force out. You could if you won. Roy, Roy's only 70, but it seems like Roy's had some health issues Well, so is Coach K. Yeah. And I, I don't know about Bayheim, but like I said, he ran over a guy with his car. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was an accident, but he kind of just got nice. away with it. Maybe they. Everything, but no. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to follow the John Howard. I'm not saga. Yeah, saga. I was going to say three <laughs> stakes, but he's not. Not out there yet. So, but like you said, it's usually the kiss of death. I mean, look what mm-hmm. Nick, Nick Saban did to the Dolphins years ago. Yeah, he for one, he chose Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees, which that's yeah. a different uh, story. But then, literally, it felt like thirty seconds before he took the Alabama job. He said, "I'm solely focused on being the Dolphins coach. I'm their head coach. Have no interest in the Alabama job." Thirty seconds later, Adam Schefter, whoever was, it was probably John Clayton at that time, came on. Nick Saban has accepted the. I was at Nick Saban's last. A game as a Dolphins head coach. He started Cleo Lemon at quarterback. If that's wow. if you want to know how that season went, yeah, not good. They about went into Indy and beat him though. That was the year Colts won the Super Bowl. Um, speaking of the Colts, because I know you just love them so much, I thought the Tan J Man Show Nation might be hungry for a list. So I had J Man come up with. Oh, I did mine too. I didn't even come up with a list. I'm just gonna stream of consciousness in, in here. your head. Mm-hmm. You're. Uh, Top five least favorite teams in each sports sport. league. Want to start with football then? Yeah. Um, number one, New England Patriots. Mine's Oakland. Or, whoa, 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 the Las Vegas Raiders. Caught yourself. Number two, Indianapolis Colts. Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, you've really made me hate the Denver Broncos. It's fine. <laughs> number three for me, 
I'm not going to put the Patriots there because now that Brady's gone, I really don't care anymore. Sure. I'm going to put the Cowboys at number three. Hate the Cowboys as well. My number four is probably the Jets. I will put number four the Los Angeles Chargers. Hate Adam Gase. Even um, though that was more Phillip Rivers than anything, but still a division rival. Then it'd probably be the Cowboys number five for me. I don't like Jerry Jones. Don't like that franchise. Um I, I used to really hate the Seahawks. Don't hate them nearly as much. I, I kind of want to say the Colts because of Phillip Rivers, but I think I'm going to say the Seahawks, number five. You don't like Pete Carroll, do you? Not a big fan. That's fair. I wasn't a big fan of a lot of their guys on defense. Carroll Thomas, who got cut by the Ravens yesterday for punching a teammate the other day. That dude's had some problems here lately. And the Cowboys are interested in signing him if they he are. gets released. So. Um they were interested in him to begin with when he, before he went to Baltimore. How about college years. football? Do you have five of these favorite teams? Notre Dame's on the list. Yeah, they are a tied for first with Indiana for me. I really don't like Purdue. I'm sorry That's to say. That's fine. I knew you didn't. Um, I, you know, I do this to people. Don't like Indiana. I hate Harbaugh. But yep, I, don't, I don't like Michigan. They're right I don't there. Know if I really hate Michigan that much. Michigan's number five for me. I got two tied for first. And my other one's Nebraska and Minnesota. Yep. Frost and uh, I was gonna say I, Fleck. I hate both of their coaches, but I don't think I hate them. I guess that has something to do with it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like the college football ones change a lot. Yeah, I don't like Alabama. Yeah, I mean, they annoy me, but. I can't come up with a good enough list. I just follow the Big Ten more closely than any other conference. So. Yeah. I just I can't do it. Oh, college basketball. Um, Indiana. Yeah, they're number one for me. Um, I really don't hate Purdue basketball. Michigan State's number two for me. I hate I, Iowa. It was an easy number. Iowa's probably number one, although I would root for Iowa over Indiana quite a bit. After um, those two, it takes a big drop off for me. I like um, Matt Painter a lot. He takes a big drop off after his number two. I don't really Wisconsin like him. hate them, hate their fans, hate Greg Gard. I can't stand anything about Wisconsin basketball. Worst Big Ten champion I have ever seen in my life last year. I don't really like Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind Butler. I have a lot of friends and some family that went to Butler, and, and they're just always good at. Annoys yeah. me because they're just good. I used to at Ohio State, but I don't anymore. Oh yeah, that 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 might be that might be in my top five. I'm not sure though. Northwestern would be on my top five they football. Don't bug, they don't bother uh, me. Northwestern basketball is garbage now, so I don't really care about them anymore. They don't bother me. Don't like Duke. You know, Duke's never really bothered me that bad. I should hate North Carolina, but I really don't. I I hate anywhere Bruce Pearl goes. Auburn. I'm not a big Kentucky guy. I don't like Kentucky. I I like them more than Duke though. Yeah, they don't win as much. They really don't, do mm-hmm. they? Major League Baseball. Red Sox one, Mets two. Mets are my honorable mention. Um, go Cardinals one, probably Reds two, Brewers three, Ast- Astros four. Putting the Cubs three because you. Um, Rockies five, easy. They have to be on the list. I'll put the Reds four. That just happened like with the, this year. <laughs> And then five, I'll go the Dodgers. I don't like the Dodgers. I don't like the Dodgers either. Um, but the Astros should be right there too. I can't stand the Astros. They cheat. Yep. What about the NBA? I don't care enough. We were talking about the Sixers earlier. I despise Joel Embiid. Some about players him can't I don't there's players I don't him. like, but I also hate every team LeBron's 
played for. I now love the Miami Heat. They're, they might be my favorite NBA team. Miami Heat, it's Spolstra. weird. Um, they have two former Lion Eye as well, and I have to hear about them all the time on Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah. Just with the Dolphins stuff. Um, don't like the Knicks. They haven't been good in forever, yeah. but people, they just talk I, about it I don't it really so like much. the Bulls. I know a lot of Bulls fans, and I mean, yeah. and, and, and rightfully so, they all liked them when Jordan was there. So I've yeah. really started hating the Bulls, too, and I used to be like a pretty big Bulls fan back in the day, but I, I just don't like don't the Rockets. Like them. I'm not a James Harden guy. Or a Westbrook guy. For or me. West. oh gosh. He, he yeah. didn't play today for whatever reason. The Nets I won't like when Durant plays I don't like year. Durant. I don't like Draymond with Golden State. Golden State's starting to get on my nerves. Because, um, I mean, they're bad for one year, and now they get the number two pick. They're going to reload. I wouldn't say there's really any other team nah. I really don't like. I've, no. I've never I've never really minded the Celtics. Nope. Yeah. I just don't like the league enough to. Me either. And, and I don't have five uh, least favorite NHL teams. What about MLS? <laughs> the Galaxy. No, I don't know. Yeah, fun little list there, J-Man. Yep. What do you want to talk about next? What else do we have to talk about? There's hockey playoffs going on. The Islanders are beating the Flyers 1-0 tonight, or right now, today, I guess, or tonight. It's 7-19. The Colorado Avalanche are trying to climb themselves out of a 1-0 deficit tonight at 9-45. They're by far my least favorite. It's the Dallas Stars. Let's go Stars! Stars. Is that game one? Game two. Dallas won 5-3 on Saturday. So, um, Colorado's without their starting goalie now. Lower leg injury, but uh, I think they'll bounce back tonight. Maybe that was a wake-up call after an easy series over the Arizona Coyotes. Um, they they got to make the next step and at least win this to advance to the conference finals. That's a good step for this young team. Um, When's the last time they played in the conference finals? Was it when they won the cup? Well, they won in 01. I want to say they got back there shortly after that, but I could be wrong. They haven't got there in a long time. I should know that, and I will look that up in a bit. But this is embarrassing. I should know this. But yeah, the NHL. I mean, it's it's into the second round for all the series. So just moving moving on by. The Blackhawks got eliminated by the Golden Knights. I really like watching playoff hockey too, and I haven't tuned in. It's once. harder to watch right now with the bubble than the NBA is. I think so. Mm. I think the home ice environment is big time in, in hockey. Oh, it gets stupid loud. You got the pom-poms yeah. and everything, so. Yeah, playoff hockey's fun. I, will, I love watching the Cubs. 9.45 start. That just grinds my gears. That's going to. You're an old man. I, man. I, yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to stay up for all the game. Maybe a period. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But, but uh, yeah, so I got my hat on my shirt. Ready to go. Sure do I have. I have a Cubs shirt on. Uh, I just saw the blue, I, I figured. so. I had some PJ Tour golf. Over the weekend, the uh, Rory might kill me. The first, the first <laughs> run of the of the FedEx Cup, and Dustin Johnson just dominated thirty under par for the four rounds combined, including a Friday round of sixty, which wasn't the best round of the day. That was a fifty nine, uh, thanks to Scotty Scheffler. Scotty, but Dustin, in my opinion, really should have broke the low round PJ Tour record of fifty eight. I think he should have shot about a 57, but... Can can you really say a guy chokes when he no, shoots a 60? absolutely <laughs> not. Nope. And he was just money all weekend long. I mean, a 30 under, that's tied for the second best total score for four rounds. Ernie Els shot 31 under back in 2013 at the Tournament of Champions. 
or two out of three, not two out of 13. But uh, Dustin's now the FedEx Cup leader. He's also number one in the world again. We're talking about a guy five, four or five weeks ago that shot an 80 in a round at the Memorial. <laughs> and now he's shooting 30 under in four rounds combined. Just golf, man. BMW Championship this weekend in Chicago. It's the top 70 in the FedEx Cup standings. Fortunately, Ricky Fowler's done for the FedEx, so it's not a very good year for him, even though got a few majors coming up still. But your uh, top 20 FedEx Cup power rankings this week, according to PJTour.com, for the BMW Championship, you have Ryan Palmer at 20. No no relation to Arnold. Uh, Russell, no relation to Arnold? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, Russell Henley at 19. Matt Kuchar at 18. Hideki Matsuyama at 17. Victor Hovland at 16. Jason Day at 15, Louis Oosthuizen at 14, Louis! Tony Finau at 13. Talk about a guy that needs to win more. Xander Schauffele at 12, Alex Norwin at 11, Scotty Scheffler at 10, Harris English at 9. Hike the English. Kevin Kistner at 8, Colin Morikawa at 7, Daniel Berger at 6, Bryson DeChambeau at 5, John Rahm at 4. John Rahm. Justin Thomas at three, Webb Simpson at two, and number one is Dustin Johnson himself. No Rory this week? Rory is in uh, – yeah, he's playing, but he's not on. This will be the J-Man's bucket the power prediction rankings. of the week. I'm not picking Rory this week because uh, – What? Yeah. I, I'm this s- will be the week he does it. If – He is a BMW champion. If he, if he does it, we'll know it was all me. Yep. Give me the guy who's ranked 12th on that power rankings list. That was the guy I picked last week, Xander Shuffle. J-Man. Tiger Woods, Patrick Cantley, Adam Scott, and Patrick Reed are also among the notables who are playing this week but not in the power rankings. Jordan Spieth, done. Phil Mickelson, done. Like I said, Ricky Fowler, done. But Phil Mickelson's playing on the senior tour this week. J-Man's Book and Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life Home Auto, renters, business workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. Also contact him, Travis.watchering at infb.com. Yeah, that auto insurance. Uh, definitely look at that one. It's uh, the, the deer are heavy out there. I got tagged on with my car. Actually, I think it tagged me uh, on Saturday. You're it. <laughs> um, but I do have Farm Bureau for my insurance uh, um, carrier. And they did a really good job communicating with me, not only Saturday night, but today throughout the process. So seriously, give Travis a call. He'll take care of you. And it's uh, it's nice to have an agent you can depend on um, during frustrating times like that. Stinking deer. Bambi. Get your insurance. Yes. Well, we got a few more minutes. Uh, Who are you picking? Did you already pick? Oh, I didn't pick uh, for the PGA. Jason Day. Australian, yeah, mate. Like, uh, put another shrimp on the bobby. He's had, uh, you know, he he did have a bad week this past week. But prior to the missing the cut, he had four top tens hmm. with a tie for fourth at the PGA Championship. So, give me Jason Day. It's crazy. Yeah, I got this week, and then next week's the FedEx Cup Championship, and then got a few little tournaments, and then you got the U.S. Open at the I think midway point in September, and then got the Masters in November, and then we're gonna be starting a whole new season again. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yep. Hopefully, uh, fans will be back in 2021. Hopefully. I'm assuming they are, but no one knows. No one knows anything. No. I mean, hopefully by springtime next year, we get fans back for golf and baseball. Everything. Hopefully by January, we have uh, college basketball that'd be great. fans back. That's probably best case scenario. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear your uh, birdie bogey? Yes, you got anything else? 
I probably do, but I, I forget, and I've honestly forgot the question, so I need you to reread Since it, Since 1930, only three players in Major League Baseball history have at least 30 home runs and 100 RBIs before their 21st birthday. Who are they? Do you want to hint? No. Well, yes, because you act like I really need a hint. Um, so. Well, you you probably do. Um, I think I got two of these guys, I think. Okay, one guy is dead. He's in the Hall of Fame, though. Okay, then that was one I'm not thinking of. Another guy played in our lifetime, but is retired. Oh, no. And another guy is currently playing. Okay. Um, oh, I thought two of them were currently playing. Nope. Crud. What? One guy will probably get there this year. Likely. Can you, What was the stats again? Only three players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> I got the three, but I don't. I, Thirty home runs yeah. and one hundred RBIs before their twenty-first birthday. So for their career, thirty home runs. Yes. Go with Miguel Cabrera. No. Mike Trout. No. So, so I'm way off things. They're, they're the two actives I thought. We've. But, but usually there's only one, one active. active. So, so I'm wrong on both of those. Yes, you got a big old bogey. Um, who's the dead guy? We talk about him a lot. It's Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Yeah. Who's the guy that is no longer playing but is retired? Griffey? No. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, well, yeah. Mariner also. Their other one? Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals. Fernando Tatis Jr. will probably get there this year. So how much? How Actually, close? he's already 21. How close so. was Cabrera? Um. So he was only like twenty. He was only he was like on twenty-three Marlins. Team. He only hit like twelve homers, though. I thought he was a shoot. I thought for sure I was confident in that one. He hit twelve homers. <laughs> he was born April eighteenth, so he turned he he turned twenty-one early in his second year. So that kind of hurts you because he had twelve homers his rookie year. Second year he hit thirty-three homers, but he turned twenty-one in April, so he definitely couldn't get Didn't there. Know that? Darn, good question. Tough question. Another bogey. Chalk it up. We're getting, a, white, up, we're getting a whiteboard up here next year. Hey, when are we doing that pump pass kick competition? Looked up the rules today. What is the rules? You only get one of each. And it is the farthest That's not ball great. after all three. Can I get like six hours of stretch? Sure. <laughs> um, trying to think of a weekend we can do it. When it gets a little cooler. Yeah, that's fair though. September sometimes. September-ish. We're in the middle of football. It's not even football season. I know. Well, we can Should be preseason off. right now. But Should, but that's not. not technically counting as football season. High school football season. It doesn't count. Professional, <laughs> fo- professional football season counts. I'm going to let you... Uh, it counts as a, as a person on the ISC Sports Network. High school football no, season. No, I'm, I'm saying it counts um, as far as football, but not like it's not the football season I'm talking about. Okay. Um, I'm talking about the National Football League, which All is right. the professional organization yep. of which the f- good, uh, good fo- save football there. players good save there. play. Uh, their, thanks for watching. Uh, Craigers. Slash listening to the Tannen J-Man Show. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Noble Nome LLC, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis watching the Dan Landing and Performing Print House. We will be back at it next Monday night on the ISC Sports Network. Have a great week, everybody, and stay frosty.